0: Hello and welcome to the financial success show. I am your host, Jeff Eady. We do this live every Thursday afternoon, usually at 3pm. However, we have mercury in a retrograde today and technical issues abound.
1: Uh,
0: (laughs) Today we have, uh, as always, my lovely and uh, cheerful young assistant, uh, Vanna, I mean, Kirk (laughs) Forsyth. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank (laughs) you. How's it going, beautiful? I'm amazing, buddy. I'm amazing. Uh, Kirk is our client relations manager and uh, also joining us is a very special guest today. I'm extremely happy to have him on here. He's been featured in uh, Canadian Business Journal, uh, Fox Sports, uh, Global Television, CBC Radio, TSN, Sirius XM, uh, Rogers TV, Globe and Mail, and and my personal favorite, Huffington Post, Uh, media relations and PR expert, Mr. Kevin Hune. Kevin, how are you today? Hey, great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Ah, it's, it's absolutely my pleasure. It's uh, an honor to have you. Uh, you've, you've done wonders for us over the last uh, little bit. So I'm, I'm happy to have you on to share your expertise with our audience. And uh, yeah, I know Kirk's got some great questions lined up for you, but I got one real quick for you. Um, how, do you how do you make that transition from the uh, uh, working in, in hockey as a professional to uh, working in media relations? That's kind of a, a crazy switch. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was a big switch is right. Um, it was actually all about, started at you know, five years old. My dad told my dad I was going to pro hockey. Like, yeah, okay. Like five years old, What like, like Canadian boy, like what are you going to do? And um, <laughs> chased the dream for like nearly 40 years. And it was funny because while I was on this journey about trying to get to pro hockey, because that was it, like that was my only focus. I thought, okay, what can I do that's going to help me get there? And I got to you know, raise my profile. Who am I? Because I've not played the NHL. When you play in the NHL, you've got some credibility there. I don't care if you play one mm-hmm. game. I mean, you got some. I had zero. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I was in the hockey world, and I said, oh, I'm going to come up with a TV show. i read a book. I'm a radio show. And I thought, wow, this is awesome. And here's what I looked at. I said, what's got a platform that can help me get exposure and be able to provide credibility? and traditional media back in the 90s, I mean that was it TV, radio, print, what better way to have somebody at CBC CTV, NBC, ABC, some of them say hey, you're the expert boom, I was like Mm -hmm. okay, I'm signing up for that, oh and here's the best part free advertising, I'm like okay, this is (laughs) in my budget right, and so I was just doing the self-preservation and then what happened was because I did the book and I did the TV show and stuff And it was all on hockey. It was all on youth hockey, helping the youth hockey. Well, the Central Hockey League, I built a relationship up with them. And they said, you know what? We got an opportunity to look for somebody in director of business development role. And I was like, wow. Hmm. And it flew down Arizona and kind of restless history. That was in 2007. Arizona, my
0: favorite place in the world. Oh,
2: dude, sunny, dry, beautiful, hot, right? And in hockey. I mean, come on, awesome right everybody in
1: hockey goes down to Arizona there you go
2: it's you know what Not is everybody. the way, that Vegas right I mean especially now after their great season Vegas just went like this with the hockey ball
1: I know that was actually a miracle
0: sure was, sure <laughs> was. like they're
1: gonna make a movie about that mark my word oh, they'll yeah. make Don't a movie be. about yeah. the
0: Vegas the miracle team, team man they'll be like yep.
2: how did this ever happen
0: Will it start Kurt Russell again? <laughs> I was actually going to make that joke. Anything with sure. Kurt Russell is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Snake pliskin' himself. Uh, sorry, bringing out my nerd side. That's the sci fi side. Go. Love it. Love it. So I know uh, uh, Kirk's got some great questions lined uh, up yeah, for you. I'm, I'm hoping he did his job properly. Yep, and, Ooh, uh pressure's on. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let him kind of take it from here for a minute. Sure. Yeah,
1: and those of you that are listening, if you guys have any questions as well, just comment and we'll do our best to uh, get those questions answered for you. But Kevin, my first question to you would be, how do small businesses get noticed by big time media?
2: So the easiest way is, you know, it's funny, I, I tell every business owner, like, what. What is the thing that you do and that you you, know, you live and breathe on a daily basis? And it's usually their answer. Well, I have this product or I have this service, and it's and I go, is it valuable in the marketplace? Yes. Is there some? And I'm not talking valuable like oh twenty dollars, a thousand dollars. Not not financially, but valuable in other words, is it going to help somebody live a better life, have a better business, you know, change them? And they go, yes. I go, well, then your job is to get the word out, and the word out being not so much from a please buy from. Me. But the word outgoing, this is really good content. And in the last, I'm gonna say at least 20 years, the best marketing has been educational best based marketing. So if you're gonna share good, good. content, yeah. information, value, you know, here's what happens. The audience goes, wow. So whoever you're speaking to, I don't care if it's one person or 5,000 people, you're speaking to them, you're giving them content. They go, hmm, it's something to think about, I like this. And if it resonates with them, they go, hey, I'm gonna get there. Well, media, it's what they do on a daily basis? Besides promoting the fact that they got listeners, readers, viewers, and saying please advertise with us, they're also providing their product slash service, which is a platform to share good content, information. Right? You would not mm-hmm. pick up a, a newspaper, or you would not listen to radio or watch TV if all it was was advertising. Like, think about it. You'd be like, "Are you kidding me?" I like, I haven't got time. None of us want to be sold to. Like you know, an advertisement comes on. Now you go, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever, right? You just kind of like roll past it, right? But we've been tuned out because we just go, oh, it's just like noise, noise, noise. But if you had a radio show on, a TV show on, you're reading an article and it was like content and best tips and avoid this and a myth here and you know, wow, if I could just, I see this trend coming. If I could just get ahead of the trend, you you've got you got your attention is there? I tell I tell owners. Your information of product or service is content. Be the content for the media. Tell them, hey, this trend is going on. Hey, there's these problems in the marketplace. Hey, did you know? You know, there's a kind of a crappy saying, but it's true. If it bleeds, it reads, right? So if there's a crappy thing going on, that's why news gets... Jeff, news all over the place, right? So something bad happens, bang, it's front and center. Not on one station, not on one newspaper. Everybody's got it. And they put their own spins on it, but they get it. They get a better angle on the photo. They get a better content. Mm -hmm. They got a quote from somebody who's higher up or somebody here, high profile. Why? So that they can sell advertising at the end of the day. They've got the engaged an audience. So to your question, Kurt, as a business owner, just keep providing content hey I got a great story hey I got a straight story idea. I've got these trends I've been finding. I've got this information that I know about on my product or service, and you make it relevant to your own industry mm
0: mm-hmm. very good it's uh you know it is funny you, you become an expert in your field and you don't realize how much you can help people with that information because you you get uh, what's called the curse of knowledge yep where you you have no idea how much you know, but you go to we talk about to somebody that this morning yeah 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 absolutely uh, you don't know what you know and um you go to talk to somebody about it and, and you end up talking over their head sometimes because you know so much about it. And for me, that's always an eye-opener when you see their, their, that kind of glossy look in their eyes and you realize like, oh my gosh, I've, I've done a lot of, excuse me, a lot of learning and uh, I, I, I can probably help some people with what I know.
2: That's it. Yeah. And listen, and so you think of every retailer, every restaurant, every uh, consulting firm, Professional, like think of all the basic business merchants that are in the marketplace. They've got a ton of information and everybody thinks it's only related to their product. So I, Hey guys, I make this pen. It's the best pen, whatever. But here's what else I've come to learn. I've learned how to deal with suppliers. I've learned how to deal with an accountant, a lawyer, uh, the marketplace, my competition. That's all information. That's all yeah. like, oh my gosh, I had to do soul searching in me to become a better business person. Oh, that's more content. Now, maybe it's not your ideal audience that you're trying to preach to, but it doesn't mean you still can't market and mm-hmm. share the knowledge and wisdom you have in the audience of, the, of a media that might not be one you typically go after. And I tell this to people all the time. It doesn't matter what media it is. Go out there and provide good content. Be a source of good information because we see it all the time. I mean, ever since I was a kid, there's always some radio, TV, newspaper, magazine, whatever's out there, and they have their expert, and they bring them on, and then they bring them on, and they bring them on, and they bring them on, and you go, how come they're always on? Because they're constantly saying, hey, i got some more content, more info for you. Did you know this? Did you know this? And you're building relationships with the media. And i got to tell you something. From a media perspective, like I have my own radio show. And we had people send us notes once in a while and they'd say, Hey, you know, can we come on your show? Whatever. And we go, okay, what'd you do? What are you doing? How is this relevant to our, in our case, it was youth hockey. So think about this. I didn't want the alcohol companies. I didn't want the tobacco companies. Why? Because like, it's not going to it's not conducive to what we're trying to do to help, you know, youth hockey become better. But yep. if you made hockey equipment or if you had, you know, some kind of process or training or thing, we were always open to those kind of things. Well, the media is the same thing who they know who their audience is if you're relevant to their audience they're going hey let's talk very good
0: very so good so let uh i'm uh, sorry kirk i don't mean i don't mean uh, to no, cut you I, I can
1: see you it's <laughs> not the bit. you have something yeah. going i've got my questions all written down what's coming jeff
0: uh, well yeah i just i, I kind of free flow with these because you give me some some ideas as, as we're talking kevin how do you feel about the uh the rise of the advertorial Yeah, so here's
2: the thing, and I tell this to people all the time. If you pay one cent to get exposure in any kind of media platform, and by the way, the five platforms I always talk about, TV, print, radio, podcast, blog, everything falls Mm -hmm. under there. People go, I have a vlog. Okay, so it's basically a video um, blog, right? Yeah, well, it falls under podcast. Why? Because podcast is either going to be some kind of listening or viewership, right? Mm -hmm. You're not going to read a vlog. You're going to watch or listen, so put it under the podcast category, and you can have probably three or four under that category. So just keep it simple for yourself. Okay, I got one of those five, right? And now you say, "All right, hmm, like, what are you going to do with this? Like, what it, it the whole aspect comes down to making sure that you're driving content that is relevant to mm-hmm. you know, like, what what's your purpose? Like, why why are you doing this? Why 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 does any of us really? want to get exposure. And, and Jeff, I'll put that back to you with all the companies, all the things you guys, are, think about why is it that we actually want exposure?
1: We want to help people. Yeah, exactly. We want to be the first person that people think about. Right, yeah.
2: exactly. So it really comes down to marketing. So media relations of any kind are all about building that relationship to get mm-hmm. your message in the market. It's funny we
0: were talking about that earlier today. Yeah, we were.
1: (laughs) But um, once you've created all this content, is there a social media outlet that's better than another one? So let's say print, uh, social media, TV, radio. Mm -hmm. Is there a place where people tune into more
2: than others? Absolutely. So here's the thing. It's where your audience tunes in more. Smart. see and, yeah. and most people don't do they, this is what they do they go oh my god Facebook is the best thing I've ever been on Facebook oh no yeah, Facebook, everybody's I, oh, it's the on thing. Facebook nowadays right like it, it just there's 2 billion people who have memberships or you know sign ups sort of, okay great so they're a great audience but is your audience there right if you're taking Jeff look at what you guys do in your business you're multifaceted you're taking care of companies taking care of individuals you're going if you were trying to be on Pinterest nothing wrong with Pinterest and you started showing mm-hmm. recipes and everything Great. people go out there's a disconnect I don't know
0: what you're doing in your company I'm a heck of a cook just so you know I'm sure you are <laughs> when are you making me dinner Jeff? never when are you making me dinner never oh I don't believe that
2: <laughs> and and so here's the thing is every platform is great when it works for the people who you're trying to reach out to in other words they're open to receiving it if I go on Look, everybody says mm-hmm. to me and this is going for years and years up until Oprah went off the air I want to be on Oprah if I'm on Oprah I make it <laughs> you know there's here's the secret to being on Oprah and I learned this from my mentor who taught me all about me and she said this she goes the only way you get on Oprah is to be everywhere else because Oprah Makes needs to have look like, to think of the work she did to build up her profile, her persona, who she is. Whatever. She's like one of the richest women, if not the richest woman in the world. Like it was like, okay, well, that didn't start that way. She was, you know, the groundwork. She 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 couldn't get anybody to listen to her, pay attention to her, you know, when she first started out. It was like whatever. She built it up. Well, her platform's so high that there's an expectation of her audience that she's not mm-hmm. that Bopa's not going to bring in Joe Schmo. Does does she talk about the everyday public uh you know person who owns a cupcake shop that nobody knew yeah because Oprah likes to eat and treat and taste herself and try things out and then she goes hey i really like this and all of a sudden people go flaunting to that place because she likes it but she doesn't do it on everything she's very selective because of who her audience is there's an expectation so if yeah. you go oh, i'll just get on the big one and if i'm on the big one i'll make it well the big ones don't want to take a chance because they've got a reputation that they're trying to uphold does that make sense
0: yeah, so yeah. you're saying like grassroots approach to everything. Start local oh, and, and think local, and and kind of the hundred mile diet for uh, for media exposure. Exactly.
2: And so to Kirk's point, is there one over better than another? Yeah. Where's your audience? That's the one you want to go to. Like if your audience is on the radio, don't go on TV. If your audience is reading the newspaper, don't be trying to be in blogs and vlogs. They're not even. They don't even know what that is
0: yeah no that that absolutely makes sense I'm uh, you know I, I've done some radio advertising myself and and we've been featured uh, you know we did a big event a few years ago and we got our guest speaker featured on on uh, the radio and stuff and I found that the um, the advertising itself was not nearly as effective as having him on the show and him giving his expertise live on the radio right
2: and to go back to your point about the advertorial what what I wanted to get at was if you pay one cent Any of those five that I identified, you pay one cent. It's called advertising. So an Mm -hmm. advertorial, in my opinion, is nothing more than a paid message of some kind. So it's an advertising. It's it's some kind of advertising. So is there anything wrong with it? No. They make the ad look like a a newspaper (laughs) slash magazine article kind of story type, but really it's an advertisement. And it's like okay, it's it's like yeah, it's okay because it doesn't hold much weight. See, yeah. we all know when we look at an advertisement in our brain, we go, we know we're being pitched. We know there's a pitch coming. Yeah. But when you listen to an interview, like we're doing right now, we're listening to interviews. Like we're talking to each other. We're sharing content. When people listen, they're engaged with, I'm going to get some info. I'm not being pitched. I'm getting info. Oh, by the way, if you look and I say, oh, look, I've written a book. You know, Oh, my God. Four books here and stuff. Boom. I just landed a seed. And they go, oh, people go, oh, wow, yeah, that's pretty cool. But because you're open to the conversation we're having right now, you're open to me talking about my books. You're open to me talking about, oh, I do consulting. I do coaching. Oh, okay, that's great. This goes on all the time. Mm-hmm. But we're open to it. It's
0: okay. You know, it, it's interesting you say that. I, I look at uh, the career of, of you know one of my favorite uh, uh, personal development gurus, Tony Robbins. And uh, we used to see him, you know, back in the early 90s, late 80s, uh, late night uh, infomercials, hawking his wares. And at that time, to me, he had no credibility. Now, I was pretty young at the time. I really didn't know. uh, um, Well, I I can't use the expressions. I was going (laughs) to say (laughs) (laughs) that. Well, (laughs) that's a good one. (laughs) Personal development. Yeah, yeah, uh, personal development (laughs) right there. I developed. Uh, (laughs) But uh, when he was on infomercials and stuff, to me, he was dismissible. But when he became the expert, and you saw him on things like Oprah or, or other shows where now he's getting the credibility of, of people who come into your living room every, every day or night, mm-hmm. um, and you know that he's not, well, you don't know that he's not paying for it, but you don't get the feeling that he's paying for it. To me, his credibility went through the roof. Well, listen, I'll tell
2: you a quick thing. So Tony's message back in the early 90s was this. I want to be on every, like any television around the world, every 30 minutes. So like on the hour and on the half hour, when you turn the TV on, he wants to have his infomercial on there. That was his first thing, which was exposure. He knew he needed exposure. As he got exposure, the more exposure he got, the more, who is this guy? Who is this guy, right? So if you hear about it enough, if you're tapped on the head, and what is it that it's the old – you know eventually you fill the bucket with one drip at a time right so it's like okay who is mm-hmm. this guy well he today so now I'm going to fast forward to today do you know that he has, a, he has a media department within the Anthony Robbins companies who reach out to the media and say would you like to interview Tony like they're paying <laughs> to do this so people go well I don't know if I should be in the media a guy making 50 million dollars a year for his billions of dollars company has still got a media company to make sure he's out there being exposed I'm going There's got to be something in this. Like he's uh, right now. He's a master at it. And I teach in my course how, as I showed you guys, how the Mm -hmm. strategy works and what you do to make it happen. But the reality is this. If, if a company of this size says I need media attention, then uh, John Doe public Jane Doe, little service company, go get media attention. There's something in this. It's like there's Mm -hmm. some validity and makes it work. Right. And I gotta tell you, it's really simple. If I'm going to meet a supplier and they both make pens, but one is as seen on or featured in this company, my brain goes, yes, well, they must be the expert. I don't care if it's mm-hmm. true or not. Mm-hmm. I just go, "Wow, well, they must be the expert. I give that company five to ten seconds more of my attention and validity. Well, you know what? When you're in the business marketplace, unfortunately, that's what happens.
0: Your, it's a huge differentiator. Yeah,
2: your your prospects are yeah. doing this all the time. So people go, oh, I don't have time for this, Kev. Yeah, you're right, and that's fine. And guess what? Your competitor, who's making time for this, is standing up against you, and you're gonna bang your head and go, oh come on, I'm not getting the customer. So,
0: <laughs> so, so I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna stop you there for one second just because we missed an opportunity to plug what you do. Uh, <laughs> you had mentioned the training you came in and did, and and you know uh, obviously you know I have spoken about it, but. You know, we have a a staff of about 20 people here, maybe slightly less or slightly more at any given time, but the fact that you came in and and trained our folks uh, in, in about four hours, uh, I think it was about four hours. It wasn't. Yeah. I wish it was the whole day. Yeah, <laughs> I really do. I wish. I it don't was know the if I could have handled the <laughs> whole day. Um, you know, and and that's you know for us it's huge. Uh, Any time that we spend as a company sitting in a training is is revenue we're losing. Um, either well, we're either spending or investing it. Right. And we had we'd had a training uh, not too long before you came in, and and I I honestly feel like we spent our our time, and uh, when you came in to me it was a huge investment. Um what you offered us, thank you so much. In the first 45 minutes I felt like I had to hold on to my chair, quite literally. I felt yeah. like uh what's the uh what's the company uh where the guy turns on the stereo, sits in his chair. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I know
2: exactly. I think Yamaha or something like that. They make Yeah, speakers I, yeah. Or something,
0: yeah. Yeah, Dolby or yeah, something. Yeah. 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 Uh, RCA. That, was it RCA? No, RCA is the dog. Yeah.
2: but I know what you mean. RCA.
0: Yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, I, I just want to say like amazing, amazing training for you to come in here and and work with us at that level. Uh, and obviously it's a massive thing to take on PR yourself. So now you and I are, 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 you know, going to, we're going to engage, be your best today to do our PR for us. Cause well, obviously you're the expert. You've been on television <laughs> and radio and in print.
2: <laughs> well, thanks for the kind words, Jeff, but you know, I do it from a sense of really helping business out, you know, over the years, especially chasing the dream of pro hockey, here's what I found. There's a lot of people that are willing to help you. If you ask, if you reach out to them, and some people just do it out of the goodness of their heart. And I thought, that's mm-hmm. what I got to do. And I really put, like I had somebody say to me, you have like 20 years of experience in the media. Why don't you show other people how to do it? And I thought, this is who I am anyway, about mission, about serving, about giving back, helping out. And I thought, I'm just going to take all this knowledge, wisdom, put it into like a simple little course that shows people you don't need a degree and it's not simple little course there was nothing simple about that (laughs) that was incredible but it's and it's not about like um you know dissing like the media who go to university and go like a journalist and like all these things i was i didn't have all that and i had to figure these things out on myself here was the best Mm -hmm. part i put a team of guys with me who are media people, and we've got a new person that's gonna be joining us next week, and she's just out of Ryerson University with PR background. And like these are people who are trained and certified, and all they do is validate what I'm saying to be, yeah, this is the way it is. Nobody wants to go into business just to take. People want to make sure that they build a relationship. It's fun to connect with people and go, hey, you know what, this is great. If my friends or my business clients become my friends, if my suppliers become my friends, Think of how your business is. It's it's like it changes the world. Well, from a media perspective, if you can look at them and go, hey, can I build media relationships? Man, if I can build Mm -hmm. new relationships, I got new friends, I got new people to connect with. They want value. They want content. They want information. And they want to trust who they're getting it from because I'm going to tell you, they cannot take a chance about putting out something and it's fake news. Big thing we Uh, all heard about, right? uh, Oh, fake news, fake news. You can't afford that. That'll, that'll blow your reputation as a media outlet. So guess what? Do your due diligence, Mr. or Mrs. Journalist, right? And so <laughs> I say to every business owner, be the facts and the information for them. Get them that info that makes them look good.
0: You know, that's that's really interesting. When I, when I first started looking at media exposure and trying to get people to pay attention to what we were doing, um, it, it almost felt like I was begging them for exposure. Yeah, And you know, kind of getting what i'm getting from what you're saying is that they need us as much as we need them it's a
2: it's a i tell you what it's a two-way street and it's very much i'll help you because here's the thing and this is where people get a little bit feeling of like oh i'm kind of begging kind of a thing is they go hey i got a good story and they go yeah i don't have time for you as i said at the top the journalist lifestyle is we have a deadline right now right now right it's not next week it's not in three hours from now right now go write up something get creative do it right now so you get on the phone with them and Jeff look the three of us we're talking we're having a good time it's really cool right yeah if if this was you building up to the show and five minutes before the show I get on and let's just start talking just have a no you don't have time so it's like oh my god there's no relationship building there is time for relationships you just have to understand the world that they walk in you know it's I need stuff right now and if you can deliver it guess what you just did you just hmm. saved their hide. You just made their life easier. They like that and they reciprocate with, hey, you're the kind of person I want to talk to. You're the kind of person who understands me and gets me. And you know what? That's business. And this is the part that people, mm-hmm. I, I say to business, owners, like get this for a second. Think of your suppliers. When they serve you and over deliver for you, do you not go, wow, I like that person? Maybe in the heat yeah, of the moment you go, ah, whatever. right yeah, But if it's time gone on, you've calmed down, who do you think of? that person that went to back for you that person that came through yeah. for
0: you top of mind exactly well, I mean that's kind of the whole reason that uh, Harrow help a reporter out exists, right? Because I mean, there's exactly. people that have deadlines; they don't have the content. They gotta they gotta get somebody to help. them. Or they don't have and the content. Spam
1: email from them every day. You know, or the contacts. Right. So guys, it's
0: not spam. You signed up for it. Wow. I did. <laughs>
1: I did, and I get their emails every day. I Get three or four of them a day. Exactly.
2: And you know, it's it's interesting. You know, like you guys, like look at what you guys are doing. You bring huge value. So let's shift it to really focus on your industry because. Your audience right now has needs and wants and everything like that, right? If we started talking about cooking and, you know, like Jeff, we were sort of joking around, oh, I do good cooking, right? We start talking about food. Your audience goes, whatever. Like, I don't care. So yeah. you as yeah. your business and what you're trying to do is saying, look, we're going to bring you valuable info and content. That's your commitment to them that goes, I know you are in need right now. And maybe you're not going to buy from us, Maybe you'll never buy us, But you know what? I want you to feel you walk away and you listen to us. Yep. We helped you. We served you. And I'm going to tell you something. If more companies started thinking like that, think of the collaboration that would go around this world. Because oh, it'd uh, be huge. competition would start falling away. People go, but I sell pens and he sells pens. Right. So why don't you do a joint venture? Why don't you go, hey, if you buy both of our pens right now today, you'll get 20% off and you get both of the pens. What, oh my God. Now you've just served the audience. <laughs> no, but think about We don't think like that. We'll go, oh, it's competition, it's competition. There's no competition. It's you not wanting to work together, not wanting to say, hey, how can I help that grocery store? How can I help that retail? How can I help that financial planner? How do I help that accountant? How do I help that tax office, right? Think of every business that's out there. Can you mm-hmm. do something that can make their life better Can you do something together to make an audience happier, better? Hey, joint ventures go on all the time. Guys, do we not see this? We see it all the time. Airlines collaborate car rental hotel i use the travel industry because it's the best one they do these all the time hey if you buy get our hotel we'll get you so much off an airline ticket hey if you get our airline ticket you get so much off a car rental
0: looking for a vegas vacation right now right (laughs) there you go um no you're absolutely you know i went to uh i was invited to a meetup organizers meetup last night uh, at WeWork uh downtown toronto and they were talking about uh how they they collaborate and stuff And one of the secrets that we had used, and I didn't even really realize it, one of the the meetup groups that I belonged to and and co-organized, our real secret was that we reached out to all of the other organizers that were in the same field and we all support each other. We all go to each other's meetups. We all bring in and share guest speakers. And and really that's what's driven our attendance was being able to collaborate and, and share experiences within the meetup space. So I, it's funny you're, you're mentioning that because I, I was I was actually going to talk to Kirk about that today about us reaching out to you know other people that do bookkeeping other people that do real estate investment other people that are have mortgage brokerages which we are opening September first throwing the plug in there yeah there you uh, go <laughs> but um, uh, it's interesting that people do have that standoffish attitude when we can do a heck of a lot more working together than we can trying to compete for you know a very large slice of the pie let's face it there's three hundred you know three 30 million people in Canada
2: I'll, listen I'll give everybody whoever's listening watch this go to Google and put down joint venture put down corporations coming together and watch what happens and you're going to be like oh my god look at this company and this company just did something this company and this company and you'll be like two separate identifiers you think they're totally separate they just did a deal together you're going what mm-hmm. the heck mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about one buying each other I'm just talking about yep. doing a collaborative effort thing. we see it all the time we see it in cereals this co- company is serial with this product or service. Collaboration. Yeah. It's collaboration. A special prize inside. Oh, exactly. <laughs> right? It's been around for years since we were kids, right? But we don't look at it that way. We isolate we get into our own industry and we put the blinders on. Oh, uh, it doesn't work for us. It's never gonna yep. work. Right? How do you know it doesn't work? Call ask somebody, call them. Do a direct mail and do a joint offering. Oh, I never thought of doing that. Yeah. See, and, and I got to tell you guys, this is the thing about success. So it has nothing to do with media, but everything to do with success in business. And that is, you need brainstorming time. You need once a week, yes. once a month. Yes. Get creative. What's going to make yeah. your business better? What's going to and build? involve your team, right? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, if, none and,
0: of us is as smart as all of us. No, no, exactly.
2: No, no. And you know, sometimes you need to talk to the people that you don't even do business with. It's just, hey, Jeff, what are you doing? Let's go grab a coffee. What's going on? Let's just start. Let's just sort of talk. What's going on in the marketplace? Not from a perspective of I want to know your secrets. What's going on that you got some ideas? Here, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think about that? And you start brainstorming, and then all of a sudden, ideas come that you didn't even have before you started. Mm-hmm. Doing and to me, mm-hmm. it's like the creativity is what creates business to grow. We do not yep. stand. Look, labels change. Logos change. Why? Because we just don't stagnate, we hate stagnation as a human being. We evolve, we evolve. We do not live the way we did two, three hundred years ago. I got to. This is a- thank goodness. <laughs> no, you know what's funny? Five hundred years ago, think about this, and a thousand years ago, we are richer today, individuals in the Western world, than they ever were as the richest people in the world. Look at—they had one horse; they were happy. Look at our cars—140 horsepower, yeah. 100 horsepower. Like you know what, <laughs> what, right? Like no, but think about that. They try to put that in all one place. Look what we carry around on our phones—the knowledge oh, yeah. of information on our phones. They have to have a, a helper here and a helper there and somebody else and somebody else because they wouldn't know it all and carry all these books and all this kind of thing. Yeah. We are richer. To, we don't even look at that. We just go. Oh, I don't have. I don't have. Well, I heard that.
0: a a great factoid that. Um there is more information in a newspaper today than a person living in the Middle Ages would have consumed in their entire lifetime. Very scary, eh? like eh? That's insane. Yep. It's very yep. scary.
2: And, and here's one thing for you guys, and you, you guys will know this from a service-providing business. You know that it's about good, solid content information that's out there. We have libraries yeah. around almost <laughs> every city that has a wealth of information when people say to me I don't know what to do I don't know what's going on go walk in the library pull out a book go listen to audio and it, do the, like, and it's free yeah like there's no, other than you taking time to walk there or drive there or take the bus there are you kidding we got this and I tell you we put blinders on and this is why businesses I see businesses fail because the blinders went on to that business owner it had to be only one certain way and they didn't realize they didn't morph, they didn't change. Guys, Blockbuster, great story. Everybody knows it. <laughs> Toys are us, right? Sorry, block what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <right? laughs> Toys are us, right? Uh, Target coming into Canada. I mean, billion dollars lost because somebody didn't do their homework. They didn't do their, uh, you know, is it nice to have another store? Sure. Or do we need another store? Are you fulfilling a need? You know, like these are simple, basic business questions.
0: Yep. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's funny, uh, and I'm sorry, I, I knew you were going to yeah, ask a no, question. Yeah, I have there, a question great. I'm really itching to um, ask. Just, just uh, another neat factoid. I'm full of useless information. Um, yeah, you know what? Why don't you just stop the show, and I'm going to start it right <laughs> now.
1: Jeff, you can leave. So, Kevin, my question is, this is amazing, all of this information, but I'm seeing money signs everywhere. Like, money signs are just coming up everywhere. So how does a low-budget company compete with, the big end companies, so for us, for instance, Blackthorn, how does Blackthorn compete with TD, RBC, or CIBC, a place that has more money for all this stuff?
2: Well, one that's a loaded question because I could go into a six month marketing plan and show you hire me as a consultant but um, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, good answer here's a simple thing is when you've identified your ideal audience when you know I love taking I call it the sweet spot when you have that sweet spot I love taking care of this kind of person or these kind of people you, what happens is now you're going to create stories slash information to help them um, there's a, a book called tell to win and the, it was all about um, you know Oh, I've read that book. That's fantastic. Yeah, facts tell, but stories sell, right? And so when RBC's out there and TD and all the big banks, let's just go across the big banks in terms of what they service (laughs) and everything, there's something that they're going to come to the marketplace with that's going to be really tough to beat, and that is big financial deep pockets that they can buy advertising. They can buy that. How often do you see RBC just going out there and giving stuff away and just like other than a trade show, like let's think social media. Where are they doing it? Because most people kind of think, oh, they're advertising to me, advertising to me, advertising to me. You don't just have somebody from RBC coming out going, hey, I'm going to show you how to create your own bank, and and maybe they're doing it, but they're not they're not getting the story across. You as a smaller business, you can do it from a story perspective because people get to know you, who you are, who you are. We don't. We none of us know who the TD person is, and T, like, yeah, yeah, we may know an employee, but we don't know the president of the company. Like Jeff comes on, and he goes, Hey, how are you doing, guys? This is Jeff Beatty. I'm doing this, this, and this. We're working on this, man. I've been struggling with this with employees. I have really good success here and go. And you start building that inner relationship. And I was like, Oh, hey, Jeff, really cool. Yeah, I'd love to see. You know who did it and who did a marvelous job at it? And that was Christine McGee with Sleep Country Canada. You got to know who Christine McGee oh, is. Oh, yeah. Oh, and absolutely. She did it. With the premise, <laughs> and it, what? Great, I'm gonna be singing that song <laughs> the jingle thing. Right? Yeah, that's right. But, Okay, so funny story on that, right? This is where advertising works and really works well. In the nineties, when they started Seat Country Canada, the whole concept they went and said, "Okay, we're gonna get you know, we got to get radio. We're gonna do radio." So they go to a radio station and say, "We're gonna buy some radio." What's the norm? And they said, "Well, everybody usually buys this kind of radio." So say, oh, we want to do this. And the radio went, "No, no, people don't do that." And said, so, "Well, we're gonna do that." And today, it's the number one mattress retailer in, the, in Canada. Here's the funny thought in the early '90s, there was no mattress retailer. You went to Sears, yeah. you went to the Bay, you went to, you know, whatever. Others. Yeah, you, know, you went to all these stores, like <laughs> whatever. Right? You didn't think of a number one mattress retailer. Today, why buy a mattress?
0: Anywhere else? Boom. Boom. <laughs> twenty million dollars,
2: twenty million dollars, or fifteen million dollars a year on radio advertising. Push so the same crazy. message. But look at how she did it. She stood yeah. out there. She went forefront. She goes, look at this. Is Consistency too, right? Yeah. Right. And like, here's it's the same like, message are. over Always. and over
0: and over and over. Right. And over a long period of yeah. time. So, so Kurt, would you so say that's
2: – That's it. That's the key. to success is it's constant. It's repetition, repetition, repetition.
0: Yeah. Repetition is the mother of learning, right? Yep. Very good.
1: So what are some everyday tricks that you can use – to create more media content for yourself
2: well the first thing is and this is what I teach in the program which you know shine the spotlight on you in the program I take 15 minutes a day literally go just read a paper read, listen to a radio watch te- television so pick a media that you like take 15 minutes and go what's really going on and if you take 15 minutes and go hey I found a cool article I heard a cool story you read the next step is you reach out to the media that you just heard from or listen to and Go, hey just heard your thing, liked it. It impacted me. It's great. Why? You're starting to build media relationships. It is that easy. I mean, people think of I me. Mean, they say, "What?" And I go, "That's what relationships are about. They're about creating point one. There's there's a starting point to every relationship. The birth of a child, marriage, friend. You know, like there's a starting point. Well, then you take start. Then you. Have-
1: oh, very good. I.
0: I think we've lost uh, lost uh, our 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 guest there. I think Zoom has cut us off. Um, you know what? We'll take that point to, to wrap it up. And unfortunately, we, we have technical yeah, issues. I have so there many more questions, reason. though. Well, you know what? We'll, we'll have answers. to have Kevin back on. Yeah, we will. Um, we're we're kind of getting to that point, anyhow. That we kind of need to wrap it up. So I want to say thank you uh, again to our, our host or our, our guest, uh, uh, Kevin Hune, uh, media relations expert. You can find him at beyourbesttoday.ca. Um, any final thoughts there, Kirk?
1: No, my head is absolutely spinning right Any now. Any thoughts Another at all? Uh, I've got <laughs> a lot of thoughts.
0: When are we hiring Kevin? <laughs> we already have. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was actually a joke that there were no thoughts in your head. Anyhow. Uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, thanks for joining us. If you were joining us on Facebook Live, we're going to be putting this out, uh, of course, through our social channels uh, and our uh, emailing list over the, the coming days. Um, Kirk, final words? Uh, I just got a message from Kevin. Um, saying
1: thank you for having him on the show. Yeah, Um, fair enough. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, our Zoom account did, however, um, drop us, but... um... That's another all right. thing. Have we talked about our Pay Less Tax Book yet?
0: Well, that was that was going to be actually, my final. that thought. just
1: came to my mind. <laughs> Why don't we talk about that?
0: As we're talking about content that we can yeah. put out uh, free to people, uh, you can find us. Of course, our company name is Blackthorn Group. We are in Brampton, Ontario. Uh, soon to be expanding locations as well. We're uh, our our main place to find us, however, is at uh, paylesstaxbook.com. You can find it in the bottom right hand corner of uh, of the video. I want to say again, thank you to Kevin Hune for joining us yes, today. You, we're going to have a him back on the uh, back on the show so that he can finish his statement there. Yes. But uh, for now, we're going to be signing off for the Financial Success Show on Blackthorn Group. I am your host, Jeff Eady, with my co host, the uh, young, vibrant, and uh, well, I guess he's kind of pretty, yeah, Kirk thank Forsyth. You. I appreciate Thanks, it. Kirk, for joining us today. Take care, guys. Yeah, have a great day.